Hello, beautiful friends. Welcome to the Goddess Activation Podcast, where we dive deep into all things divine feminine energy, pleasure, healing, sensuality, and really living connected with our bodies. I'm your host, Nikita Anand, spiritual embodiment coach and Kundalini and Tantra facilitator. And if you're ready to remember, reclaim, and activate the ancient wisdom that has always been within your body, stay tuned. Hello, 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 my loves. How are you? We are doing a live today with Marina to talk about resistance for growth, um, working with resistance for growth, how that can support us to grow into that direction that we want to go, and also how resistance can be such a big teacher for us in all the different areas of our lives, whether it's in relationships, in career, in, in, in trusting yourself more, loving yourself more. And I'm waiting for Marina to join and as we were waiting, please comment in the, make a comment and share with us where you are um, joining us from. Hello. Hello, my love. I just shared that we are talking about res working with resistance for growth. How yeah. are you today? I love it. <laughs> I'm good. It's been a crazy week, but I am pretty damn good. So what is the first thing that comes up for you when you hear this sentence or this title? Mm, just the beauty of resistance, honestly, because like I just keep finding out again and again how important it is to allow it because we are resisting an emotion, right? Or we're resisting an experience, we're resisting something, but then we're also resisting the resistance very, very often. And once you just tell yourself, okay, I don't have to feel this if it's overwhelming, I don't have to go right in there. I can just feel the resistance. I can just talk to the resistance. Then there is kind of a pathway and a way to access your body now. So it's just so magical. I work with this all the time. I mean, I worked with it this morning with my therapist, you know, just all the time. What about you? I love how you shared. I mean, when we resist something, I think almost always there's, um, there's resisting a feeling. I love how you said my phone just buzzed. I hope it was you going live. I think that's for you, Marina. I love that. <laughs> um, Thank you for both of us. Oh, that's rude. That means a lot. Thank you. I'm so happy you're you. here. So when we resist something, most of the time it's resisting an emotion. It's resisting feeling something, right? Probably or most likely because we don't want to feel it. It might not feel safe. It might feel overwhelming. It might be something that we know we need to work on, but we're like, ah, just like push it to next week or one day later, or, you know, just like push it off just a little bit. And I love how you said, if we can allow ourselves to very slowly access and feel the resistance, there's this slow opening. And most of the time, what I've seen is resisting re the resistance is harder than resisting the emotion or when we open up to the resistance that what that's what feels more like this that's more the icky feeling and then we start feeling the emotion it's less icky than the resistance itself yeah absolutely and i think that you know we then we come up with all these like coping mechanisms and ways to navigate just avoiding it and we think that 
in order to heal, we have to kind of like push ourselves, go right into the trauma, feel this really intense, scary emotion. And that's really not true. And, you know, for me, like just a real life example, one of my biggest, greatest longings and greatest fears is to experience like emotional expression with other people. And the more that I just allow the resistance to that, of course, the resistance to that is what like in internal family systems, they call the protector, but there's like literally a language for it. I feel like in every modality, which is like this part of you that know that remembers something about this experience. Like this experience was really scary. This experience was traumatizing. This experience didn't feel good in the past. So that's that protector being like, no, 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 like, don't go there. It's going to be bad. And we really have to honor that because it's so smart and it's trying to protect us. It's not trying to hurt us. Yeah, that's a big one. Resistance is trying to protect us, not to hurt us. And that's where this growth comes in. If something hurt us in the past or we didn't know how to handle it, how to move through it with growth, with healing, with having compassion and love and creating safety in your body, we slowly learn to not only create a safety right now in whatever is happening in our life now, but we can also go back into the past and heal those old wounds in a more safe and slow way. Yeah, I'm looking at the comment as well. It's always trying to tell us something that we know is there, but maybe might not be able to put our finger on it. It's our intuition. Yeah, I love how you work that. It's very true. So it's like the pushing, it, it can be so re-traumatizing because the pushing can essentially tell your body like, like feel safe when you don't feel safe, you know, just like do it. And it's kind of mimicking the experience that you already had what and which is the reason for the resistance so it's like so validating to me when i honor my resistance and one of the cool ways by the way that i do it lately is like letting my body go into the exact posture that it wants to be in instead of like you know i'm fine i'm good like whatever doing this it's like actually allowing my body to like slump over or get into a little ball or whatever it wants to do which is so counterintuitive in our culture i feel like but when i do that i then i feel finally safe because it's like oh you're actually validating what you feel what you actually feel and then you can a lot of times, not always, but a lot of times you can access that emotion that's under that resistance. Yeah, you're opening the pathway. And what I've noticed is, I'm, I'm curious to hear if that's the same for you and for you watching, is in the beginning, if there's resistance, there's oftentimes like, it doesn't feel safe. It's, I just don't want to feel it, or there's just this resistance, but it's very in my body. And if I resist something for a longer period of time, and it's a bit more, let's say it's not very obvious, I'm trying to not give it too much attention. And over time, let's see, let's say over days or over weeks, for me, it becomes less physical, less body wise, and more in my mind. So if I recognize myself resisting something over, let's say, two weeks, three weeks, that for me is a long time, I notice that in that moment, I need to kind of get my mindset straight. It's less about the body. It's first about the mind. If I have been resisting something for so long, because it can become a habit of resisting something. It can become a habit of um, 
pushing something away or suppressing something, right? That's where addiction, that's where all these different coping mechanisms come into play that if resistance becomes more of a coping mechanism or more of a habit, then we might, some of us might have to look at the mindset first and look at that pattern first before even going into the feeling of resistance in the body. Yeah, I think what comes up for me is like kind of consciously deciding for example, to slump over, like instead of like, I'm fine, I'm fine. But like, oh, I'm catching myself that I'm saying I'm fine in my head. But like, I feel constricted everywhere. And I'm just like, totally avoiding it. So then it's a conscious decision to make that switch. Because it's not going to happen on its own. I'm going to just notice my behaviors, right? I'm going to be binge watching TV. I'm going to be overeating. I'm going to whatever, like rely on all mm -hmm. those like coping mechanisms that I have. Like, for example, I've, I've been working this like um, this whole thing around loneliness, like so much. And I noticed because my partner and I are sleeping separately, which is the best thing in the world because I'm actually sleeping now. <laughs> <laughs> do it but like every night we cuddle before we separate and then I'm so heartbroken like every single time because I loneliness is like a big thing that I'm working through and then I want to scroll you know or I want to like I can I can like feel how I'm like distracting myself distracting to kind of like soothe myself to go to sleep so I think that's what you start to notice right those behaviors that are like why am I doing that what's happening actually for me yeah like what is the what is underneath this behavior what is underneath that pattern that has slowly started to arise we have a comment what if the slump is days weeks and life things are building how can we get going slowly i would start with making life gets busy sometimes we have so much things to do we don't have time to go one hour deep into a session or anything so i would start with just five minutes if you can put a timer on your phone for five minutes to simply sit close your eyes and breathe or sit close your eyes and feel okay how does that resistance or that slump where do i feel it can i breathe deeper into it what does it want to do does it want to do this or does it want to like put my tongue out and scream or ah just exhale in a weird way what does that slump within me how does it want to ex express itself right now i love that yeah i think that um taking time off to express and also i would add to that with the time off just kind of like observing your life in the moment very consciously for me lately lucky and unlucky my body just talks to me like my digestion will go insane my back starts to hurt really bad and i'm like what's going on and that's how my body talks to me that something's off so then i kind of like don't have a choice and i have to pause and notice but like taking that time those five minutes and just looking at your patterns you know um are you overworking right now in order to avoid something like kind of like noticing if you're avoiding anything if you're avoiding your body essentially and then i really love that idea of like expressing it and just going into the resistance and being with the resistance as a part of you like not all of who you are but just a part of you and this is really important noticing your relationship to that so are you being like you know like this morning when i was in my therapy session like 
sitting with the lonely part of me. I just wanted her gone. Like, I was like, go away. You're annoying. You're disturbing me. I don't like you. And of course, she's going to stick around even harder because I'm rejecting her, right? So that's where, like, we abandon ourselves. We think that other people abandon us, but really, like, we're always abandoning ourselves. And that happens because we are rejecting parts of ourselves like that. You know, like a part of ourselves that's lonely or a part of ourselves that wants to cry. And we're like, oh, I just don't want that. So really just, just being with it and noticing your relationship to it without trying to fix it or change it. Like really just observing is really powerful, I think. And if you catch yourself not making those five minutes for it, that's where the awareness comes in. If are you overworking yourself? Are you, of course, there's household chores to do, but are you finding more of them to do right now, even if you could do them 10 minutes later, right? That's where that awareness comes in. If you continuously find yourself not making time for that. Um, there's something else that came to my mind. It slipped my mind. Oh, if you also catch yourself not making time for it for a longer period of time, maybe that is the moment where some accountability with another person, with a friend, with a lover, with, with a coach, with a therapist um, might be the right thing to do if you continuously catch yourself um, finding other loopholes to not do it. Yeah, couldn't agree more. Like my therapist took off all of December <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, no, <laughs> not okay. No, I'm kidding. Of course it's okay. But I really noticed and I told her like how much I really need it's not for me the accountability it's just even the human contact of like working on these things because i believe that so much of our healing is not gonna happen just by ourselves like it's crazy when you think about i was talking about this with Tommy last night like do you feel like if you talk to native americans about healing they're gonna be like yes i sit in my room by myself with my door locked and I just like do my healing. Like that's probably not a thing for them. I'm just kind of assuming like I don't have enough knowledge, but that's just a feeling that I get, which makes so much sense. Or like, if you just think of us, even like me as in a Jewish, like Jewish tribes, right? They were tribes and they were, do they were doing like praying, all these things always in community. So, ooh, your rings, I love them too, <laughs> pretty. I love them. They're for, from everywhere, from Europe, from Costa Rica, from everywhere. Thank you. Costa <laughs> Rica. Yes. Okay. So one, another thing that we wanted to talk about is, so that is the resistance to feeling and things that are coming up. And what also happens is when we start to say yes to ourselves, to our growth, transformation, healing, and expansion, um, there's also this phenomenon. Let's say you've been maybe doing the inner work for a year, two years more, or whatever, how long that is. Sometimes there's this, and you get used to getting out of your comfort zone slowly to grow and heal. There's still, again, there's new comfort zones that build, right? Like, let's say you, in the past year, you've stretched yourself, you went out of your comfort zone, you, you did the healing, and you start to grow your threshold. And then when you want to do even deeper work, maybe that is where resistance comes up. Maybe for the first year, it was super easy for you to make the time, or not super easy, but it, it was kind of, it, it was kind of easy to make the time for it and to invest in yourself. But as you go deeper, as you do the next step, maybe from a workshop to 
to a retreat, from a online workshop to an online course, from a group setting to a one-on-one -on -one session, that is where also resistance comes up because more of you is asked now because you go even deeper into your journey of connecting with yourself. Yeah, absolutely. For me, it was actually from the start. Like it was always, it would always come up and I just didn't have the tools to work with it. And I think it's one of the most important parts of healing in general, um, because that always comes up at every stage, right? Especially like, as you said, even every stage that you're just taking another step, whatever it may be, uh, maybe another step in being more connected to your partner, maybe another step in your, how much money you're making, like all these different things, resistance will always come up. And it's so crucial to know how to work with it. And we wanted to share with all of you that this is why, huge reason why we're having our retreat is that for me, I find in our industry that there's so much pushing and like, this you know pushing to to go faster and and deeper which is great and at the same time it can really be so dysregulating and scary and harsh for our systems especially if we don't know how what resistance feels like what it looks like and how to acknowledge it and be like oh this is what's happening okay i need these tools to work with it not just like ignore it and push through, which can be really re-traumatizing. So we're going to be really addressing a lot of this in our Costa Rica retreat. I was asking you which ring is from Costa Rica. Ah, uh, none of them right now, to be honest. Okay. Um, but I have some at home. <laughs> I want to see. That's some jewelry here. That's so pretty. I love it. So yeah, so we'll be working on this. These Tools are so game changing for honestly, like your entire life, like having these tools to really address your resistance and so many other deeply healing tools that we're going to be sharing with you in the retreat are just game changers and things that you carry into your life. It's not just experiencing it at the retreat and having that experience, but it's like taking it into your life and really integrating it. Yeah, something I always share with clients or if you're in my dms and you're curious about something and thoughts any doubts any questions come up i always say is it in your mind or is it in your body or if it's a fear around money i mean it can be a very physical thing let's say something costs 5k you have 1k in your bank account yeah that's not in that moment possible but sometimes the fear around money and also other things and sometimes it's more in the head and the body wants to, right? The body wants to say yes, but it's easy for our brain to find an excuse or a way to resist growing in that way by making more, like by saying, for example, I don't have the money right now, or I don't have the time right now. I don't have this right now, even though maybe you might be able to shift things around. So I always share with clients, ask your body, is that fear in your body? Is that is, the, is it a physical thing? Is it physically you don't have the money for it? Then yes, please take care of that first. Or is it more in your mind? Is it more, is it more the resistance or fear around growing and taking that next step for you? And at the same time, I would say that when we have that fear in our body, it starts to drive our actions. Like yeah. I've this in myself so often where my head is like, no, 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 objectively, like I cannot do this thing or objectively 
exactly there there's nothing i can do you know it, it's doomed it's doomed and then when i talk to someone else they like see it so differently because they're seeing it from a different feeling state in their body from less trauma probably around money i mean the example you gave like that story of my life you know dealing with financial trauma always the glasses that i wear are like there's not enough there's right all these things which i've had to do of course a lot of work on to get to where i got but yeah i think that it's it starts to dictate our behavior and it starts to dictate how we see reality so that is really important to just notice and kind of ask yourself the question that i really like is like is this a trauma response right now in my body do i feel really scared do i feel really shut down do i feel like stimulated over you know over activated or overly shut down on the other end of the spectrum and is that driving my reality right now that's where i love including both the feminine and the masculine aspects of is your body feeling safe, right? That is maybe more the feminine aspect of how is your body feeling? Can you create safety and make the decision not from the dysregulated nervous system state, but more from a regulated, is this really what I want? Is there a physical way of making it happen? And then also including the, the masculine aspect of, okay, if I'm too dysregulated, of course, create the safety first, create the connection first, but can I also see it from the lens of, more objectively if my friend if this stranger on the street was moving through that how would i what would my opinion of this be and including both not not um making something small not making your um dysregulation small not at all please make space for that but also seeing it from both lenses and seeing what is your truth in that moment right now and how does that lead you forward to that reality that you want to live and create. And I mean, there have been moments where one of our certifications where Marina and I met, the calls went up until one and sometimes 2 a.m. my time, but I just really wanted to be in that certification. So I made that happen. And so I had less sleep from Thursday till Friday and I was tired on Friday morning, but I, I just got so much out of that that it was worth it to me. Or I mean, I flew to LA for a two day, um, seminar from switzerland and like i made those decisions happen and also sometimes that might not be your time yet but if you really want it and there's any way you can make that happen you are worth it to go after your desires and your dreams and you don't have to push back what you really want if there is a way of making it happen yeah i i often ask myself like okay so if I lose $2,000 right now, you know, is it the end of the world? Like in two years, would I be scared? Would I be upset that I lost that money? Or would I be more upset that I never tried, you know? And that's, that's where it comes to business because I have those. And of course, of course, the threshold changes all the time because once you spend something, you're like, okay, cool. Like I'm still alive because <laughs> it's all a safety thing, all of it. Yeah. But like, yeah, but I really have those challenges with money where I, I get into a really big fear state. And of course, I use my nervous system regulation very much in that, but then also really ask myself like, okay, let's say it, it goes terrible. Like, let's say it sucks. Let's say I wasted my money. Okay, so what, you know? So that's better than never trying. That's better than never 
um, going for what I want. So I really admire, I really, really admire people who go for what they want. And I know that it's really freaking scary. That's why I admire them because we're kind of like overcoming our primal need for survival and we're doing something bigger and it's really, really amazing. Yeah. Yeah, so we wanted to share with you if you have any questions, if you really want to come, but you have any questions, any doubts, anything holding you back, even though your body is telling you, yes, I want to, you can message us, you can ask us any questions. We have also made the opportunity for you to book a call with us for 30 minutes to chat about what is coming up for you. If you're feeling like I want to, but I don't know if I will fit in or with other people or anything that is coming up for, for you, please message us, book a call with us. Um, the link to the retreat is in our bios. And this is the place for you where you get to take a break from the digital world and from daily life and really come back into your heart and your body and connect with your soul. And I mean, we're immersed in the jungle, Costa Rican jungle. So there's nature all around you. And we're coming back into the primal body, into the truth of you, where the mind slowly gets to take a break and you can come back to what do I want? What does my inner being want? Who am I? What are the old patterns that I've maybe started to pick up that aren't for my highest, best self? Yeah, beautiful. Yeah, and it's been really fun chatting with people about the retreat and just getting to know you. So um, it's not like a sales call. It's just literally like we're not telling you anything. We're just literally getting to know you and chatting with you and hearing about how you're feeling, what are the fears around it. And I think every time we do something big, like for ourselves, it's going to change our life. It's going to come with a lot of fear and that is to be expected. And it's really fun to talk through it and to just feel nourished and supported through it. So that's why we decided to have those Zoom calls with everyone. So definitely check that out. Check out the retreat. We would love to have you. And yeah, anything else you would like to say, my love? No, if you have any questions, please message us. Click in the link in our bios and we're here for you. We are excited to talk to you soon. Thank Bye. you for being here. Have a beautiful evening. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. We would love to hear what your favorite takeaways were by DMing us at Soul Coach Nikita on Instagram. If you would leave a five-star review on this podcast or share it with your friends and family and in your IG story and tagging us at Soul Coach Nikita, that would greatly help us spread the message and reach even more people. If there is anything that you wish and desire for us to cover in this podcast, please DM us at Soul Coach Nikita on Instagram and we will try our best to cover it. Sending you so much love. XOXO Nikita.